0: Well, hello there, and welcome to the weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington,
1: and I am Bill Knight. So we talked about it yesterday. When is you know, Mr. Johnson going to release them, January 16th? I, I think he, he must
0: listen to the show because I've been sold. he must have gone. ooh, that slipped my mind because
1: he released it he yesterday. Did. Yeah, he did. And you know, you've got uh, you've got pictures of uh, uh, in their footage. Of the protesters coming in and being unhand handcuffed by the police, and then they're mm-hmm. bumping fists. Hey, okay, thanks, see ya. Yeah, that's what, amazing. What the I hell's saw that. going on? Well, you know, do we
0: get an explanation for that, or is it just like, uh, uh, there's nothing to see here, move along?
1: Because Nothing to see pe- here, move along. For- Believe what you saw on the January 6th committee.
0: For people who don't know what we're talking about, let's paint the picture, Bill. Uh, there's okay. a scene where two Capitol uh, Police officers, Capitol Hill police officers, have a protester in handcuffs behind, yeah. behind his back. They're walking him to an exit. It looks like he's in custody and they're bringing him someplace to you know, be detained. All of a sudden they stop. This is on camera. And some mm-hmm. one of the guys reaches back and takes his keys. And they fumble around a bit and they release the handcuffs. When they release the handcuff, the guy turns around to the cop and gives him a fist bump like, ah we did that, you know. Then you would think if he was really in custody, they, they would have taken the guy's confiscated uh, backpack, right? No, they gave yeah. him the backpack back, and they said, uh, have
1: a nice day, essentially, and the guy took off. So if it was a real insurrection and this guy was a bad player and there was – things, nefarious things in the backpack. Oh, uh, they didn't do what a police officer would do, would take it and investigate it, check it and see. I don't think that happened there. Did that happen? No, they did not.
0: I didn't see anybody check any. They just gave it back to him and off he went. But the thing that got me, again, was the the fist bump. It was like they were on the same team. Yeah, hey, they're buddies. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Bill, uh, I saw something yesterday. Uh, I don't know whether it was from the new released video, but it was out in the crowd, and there's a section of lawn, kind of off to the side from the protesters, and there are several hundred people. They look like protesters, but they're just waiting. They're they're just waiting, like to be, to be sent introduced in to the crowd. Exactly yeah. right, yeah. I right, folks. It was a feeder trough it, of of bad people. We have been lied to about January sixth. It, it is not what you think it was. And, I mean, whether we ever get the real truth, uh, I don't know. Maybe if we get Donald Trump in, in the White House and his administration. I we'll, don't think so. No? I, I don't
1: think you're going to get the truth because, number one, the media is in on this. Take the Stephen Colbert show where the, uh, uh, one of uh, the players in uh, uh, the White House, I forget the guy's name, he was on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, he wrote a book about. Oh, uh, was it
0: Jonathan Carl who wrote the book? Uh, I know Jonathan Carl wrote a book. He's a reporter, for, I believe, for CNN, and they just it said, was an ABC
1: guy. It was. An oh, ABC but yeah, guy. maybe it was.
0: Maybe he's with ABC now.
1: Yeah, but he, uh, you know, he was talking about all the the RussiaGate and all that stuff, and yeah, how you know the it was all made up and all that stuff to try to influence the election. He goes, "Well, you know, of course, I wrote this book on Trump and everything, and it well." Admittedly, I wrote it to influence the election, the 2024 election. That, 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 that doesn't bother anybody there. Oh, okay, well, let's see what you're saying, you know.
0: It's uh, Jonathan Carl, and yeah. he is an operative.
1: And yeah. he get, but
0: he gets the respect bill of a, a serious journalist. Jonathan Carl, ABC News, the White House, right? Then you find that these guys are just empty suits. They're, uh, they're phonies. They really are. Well, go ahead.
1: Nobody may buy the book. They may release it. They'll shove it down. You know, there's a way of uh, stacking the numbers and you don't sell a damn book. But it'll be number one on the bestseller list in America. And then that gives the news the reason to talk about Jonathan Mm Carl and what he said and make those those words headline as if they are fact because in the made-up world, well, in, in, in the land of fiction, they are fact. Yeah. And friends, I didn't know if you know this or not, but you live in the land of fiction, and you haven't paid your taxes yet.
0: Well, did you hear the news about uh, Georgia, Bill? What's happening down there?
1: Well, there's a lot of news out of there. What do you got?
0: Uh, Amy Totenberg, she's a judge down there, and she's oh, yeah. uh, she's a liberal. Uh, she has allowed the Dominion voting case, uh, court case, to proceed so there there are people who are challenging the 2020 election and the Dominion machines, and you would have thought she would have canceled it. She would have closed the door on that, on that suit, but she didn't. She did not. It says uh, the 2017 lawsuit in Georgia regarding alleged vulnerabilities in Dominion voting system machines is set for trial in January following the public release of a report on the P- on the possible issues earlier this year. The Atlanta mm. Division of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Georgia is hearing the case of Curling versus Raffensperger, uh, where the plaintiffs are asking to switch from electronic voting machines to paper ballots. You would have thought that she would have said, no, we have the systems in place. You just keep... At least- let me explain something. Amy Totenberg is the sister of Nina Totenberg, who is one of the hosts on public radio. And she's uh, woke. And she's a leftist. And she gets a lot of respect. She's, she's out of their national headquarters in Washington. But right. uh, you would have thought they would have gone, but it didn't. And by the way, Bill. That was one of two leftist judges who ruled in favor of, quote, our side yesterday. The other one was Wallace. Wallace in Colorado. She she ruled uh, that Trump's name can be on the ballot, but she didn't give him a total endorsement. Let me tell you why. I read this Uh, from Jenna Ellis. She wrote this uh, on uh, her tweet or X site. She said, that she's allowing him to be on the ballot, but she said that he was involved with insurrection. Yeah. She didn't say that I'm letting him be involved with the election because he didn't have any involvement in the insurrection. She actually said he was an insurrectionist in 2020, but but that alone cannot stop him from being on the ballot. So it wasn't a total pass. Trump got, it was like, uh, I, it was a begrudging uh, acceptance on her part. She didn't want to let the guy off the hook, Trump, but she had to legally because, because he did nothing wrong and because he had a right to be on the ballot constitutionally but she wanted to zing him no matter what. She wanted to be able to go into the cocktail parties with her liberal friends and say, yeah, I had to leave him on the ballot. Had to but let I, him go because, yeah, yeah. but I told everybody that he was an insurrectionist. Now, Ellis, Jen Ellis, who a lot of people are angry with her, with her because they think she's kind of turned her back on President Trump. I don't know whether that's the case. I still think she uh, is more on our side than their side. But um, Ellis, uh, you know, I think she said uh, she'll be interested in seeing whether one of the sides appeals the decision. Now, I don't think Trump is going to appeal it because, look at, he got the victory, no matter what. Forget what she says about him being an insurrectionist. Uh, I would take the win and just keep going. Don't, mm-hmm. don't allow anything to slow you down. The name's going to be on the ballot period. You know, uh, they've, you know, so she, she thinks
1: he's an insurrectionist who cares. But what's sad about this, and you mentioned it yesterday and, and I'll reiterate it. The simple fact is don't worry. Another state will come up and, and bring up this same case sooner or later. One of them will do it and they want to do it because they know all hell is going to break loose in the, uh, in, in the public. And I think I know why. you know we'll talk about that in a little while because I, I saw a story about the election and and you yeah. know, the fact checkers and all of that stuff. And I said, well, let's take a real look at the numbers. And well, you know,
0: we can do that now, Bill, kind of ties into the story we had with the Dominion voting machines, you know in in Georgia. By the way, one question, if in January they have this case and they decide that the machines are not reliable, And they have to go to paper ballots. How will that affect the 2020 election? If if they said, okay, this is a defective system, we can't use it. Why can they not use it now? But they used it. They used it uh, three years ago. You know, isn't it? Wouldn't it be a ripple effect? Like, okay, we found out the thing's broken. So it should it should have an effect on the last on the last several elections the midterms and everything, if they were using the Dominion systems. Does that make yeah, sense w- to you? Do you know what I'm, so, I'm saying? It's like sh- if it's broken now, and they say the machine is broken right now, we realize it's broken, it's a, it's a defective machine. Well, Should,
1: if, if I'm going to well, delve into this off of memory uh, from everything, and I will, and i got a calculator here too because I'm going to need that. Um, but the simple fact is think back of all the uh, – the the footage that we've seen of people stuffing ballots in the mailbox right so yeah you know what uh, we're on to the machines but the mail is a very intricate thing here i think with the steel i think it's Along- a two i
0: think it's a two part system i think they had the mail in ballots covered because they were they were adjustable meaning that they could right. be they could be intercepted and padded, and the machine—if they were connected to the internet—and I guess they were, even though they said initially they weren't. If the machines were connected to the internet, then they were flexible and adjustable too. Right. So if you have two systems that you can—you can manipulate, you know—you can make it come out any way you want. I'm just saying, right. you know. But you but, know, and people look at you, Bill, on the left, and look at you like you have two heads. They look at you like, That's "Oh, true. Well, uh, he's a conspiracy theorist, Martha. Don't listen to him." I mean, what does he know? I mean, we've had we've had President Biden for two and a half years. Doesn't that mean anything? No, it means that he got away with it for two and a half years. That's true. what it means. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I I needed to look up one number. Maybe you can look it up while I'm talking. Uh, but uh, you know, I saw a story, and we've all said, "Well, wait a minute," you know. 74 uh, million people voted for Donald Trump. So we, and the the left hasn't denied that. Keep that in mind. They haven't denied that. But they said 81 million people voted for Biden. That's 155 million people. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody said, well, there's the proof right there. 133 million people voted. Now, the fact checkers came back and said, no, 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 no. Way more people voted than that but they won't give you the number so i wanted to look at registered voters for you know what happened in in uh 2020 and Mm -hmm. i really didn't get a real number but right now there's 168 million people that voted which is down from and i'm going like how does the number of registered voters go down you know because even when people die right there, it, it still says stays, but that that in and of itself is not what I was talking about. Sixty-six uh, percent, according to the Census Bureau, and I went by Census Bureau numbers. Sixty-six uh, percent of the public is what votes, mm-hmm. and that's what has voted. So even if you used all of their numbers and you took the hundred and sixty-eight million people that are registered to vote right now, right. Um, Six, they
0: they would say that 66 percent of that
1: figure voted, right? Right. So that we know Trump Trump's number is real. So the 74 uh, leaves whatever's left of that percentage there, not the 168. It would be 110 million. So Biden, essentially, I'm avoiding a lot of other math. Essentially, probably only got about 24 million. But the point is, even if you sat there and said 80% of the population came out and voted, uh, it didn't happen. And when you take into to account that the, the people that potentially can vote in the population is 18, 18 and above, again, the numbers don't match what they were saying was the outcome of the votes so the only way that that could have happened is either there were a lot of dead people voting, or there was just bullcrap ballots that were there because yeah. the numbers don't match.
0: Yeah, uh, I've heard that. I've heard stories like that where, like, they had one hundred and sixty uh, million was it registered voters in in the, in the country, and the, the figure they came back with as far as people who voted during right. the past election. Was through the roof.
1: Uh, well, and uh, here you go. Uh, go ahead. If you take 160 million mm-hmm. times 0. 0.66, right? Right. So that's 105 million people that voted. Right. If Trump really did get 74 million, which they say he did. How, how much, how many did Biden get? Th- that well, uh, out of 105, there's 35 million or 30 million that he got.
0: So they had to generate through criminal methods. The other, the other
1: fifty-four million,
0: yeah, the other votes, and and you and can do that. Them. You can do that with computers and mail-in ballots. It's much easier with computers. It's just a matter of moving a few keystrokes, you know, boom boom boom, 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 and then that's it. And you know, the the thing that they forget is they they told us initially, well, the Dominion machines aren't connected to the internet, and then they said, well, maybe some of them are. You know, it's like. What are you telling us? Are you just trying to baffle us with BS? Oh, you know? absolutely. Uh, I mean, even now, I mean, look at—I—I'm I, not going to get into the middle of—I—I I, I think it's interesting this story about Dominion, and I think we can talk about it because it is a news story right now in Georgia. You know, mm. I don't know what—I don't know what the system uh, is all about. I—I think the closest I've come to a Dominion machine was maybe I went and voted with one at some time in my adult life, but uh, we don't know much about it. I know that they went after Tucker Carlson and a bunch of other people at Fox because they were all over uh, Dominion initially. Boy, Fox has done, talk about a a network that has destroyed its image. It was once the the fearless, conservative mouthpiece, and now it is like uh, it's doing everything it can to kiss the gluteus Maximus of the left is trying every time they have a guest on they'll have a woke guest on you know side by side to get the fair and balanced uh conversation it's never fair and balanced because also the the different people over at Fox now they're they're kind of leaning left or maybe they always lean left but now they're just showing it People that I yeah. used to think people that I used to think were really good. and all that. Yeah. Brett Bear. I thought Brett Bear was a a pretty solid guy. He's not. Nah.
1: No, I never did. Martha because-
0: Martha McCallum. Yeah. Uh, I had forgotten this, but apparently, when Trump won, she cried. <laughs> I mean, come on, Martha. Yeah. You, what a letdown. I think you're hanging around too many uh, lefty uh, cocktail parties in New York.
1: Well, it depends who your friends are, because you know I never thought it was important to worry about. Oh, I can't be your friend because you're, you know, you're you're a Democrat. Yeah. Well, well, I don't agree with your politics, but you know, and I still try to go by that that creed that, you know, if I like the person, you know, I'll put up with their politics. Just don't shove it down my throat. Well, you know the story I about won't
0: shove mine down your throat. The story about the Murdochs. The, the sons, not the father, the sons are that now that they're in control, they're very much influenced by their wives and their wives are very much influenced by the their social circle that they travel in in New York. I mean, they want to be accepted by all their neat uh, friends who are lefties in that social circle. So they have leaned on their husbands to move Fox in the left direction. That's the story that uh, has Made its rounds uh, around New York, um, but even with all that, Bill, even with all that uh, moving to the left and trying to kiss, uh, you know, the the left's ring, as they would say, uh, even with all that, yesterday in New York, uh, the pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian demonstrators oh, yes. marched into the lobby of Fox News,
1: tried to take it over.
0: those are people in the lobby at fox now if they were conservatives doing that they'd have the police in new york dragging them out by the hair but they would have
1: been arrested yeah they but they trials. didn't want that image they would go to prison
0: the people up at fox in the uh, in the in the tower right they didn't want to have that image of having people dragged out of their building so they allowed them into the outer lobby to scream and pound on the glass and make uh, an annoyance of their of themselves
1: but, um, you know. Well, you know, that got a lot of attention for Fox. They became part of the national news scene. So for them, and I guess looking at it from a programmer's point of view, yeah, let it happen, let them in down there because uh, this is publicity. But, you know, it also means they're catering to a certain lean right now. So mm-hmm. it's publicity, yes, but it also means they're catering. And the message that I would take as a conservative is don't watch Fox. Hey,
0: you know who I saw on TV hosting a program? On CNN? Geraldo Rivera. Oh, he (laughs) went over, huh? Yeah, Geraldo is, you know, he left Fox. Geraldo, uh, yeah. He kind of left in a huff, I think, uh, after many years. And so all of a sudden he pops up on CNN, you know, showing his true colors. He looked like he was much more at home over there than he was at Fox. They probably greeted him with. Hugs and kisses at CNN.
1: Well, you know, maybe he can find Capone's
0: vault over there. (laughs) Wasn't that a joke? But you know what the big (laughs) the big joke was, Bill. The big joke.
1: We watched it. Yeah, exactly. Because they did. But that's a good prime example of how the media works. That was a big bag oh. of nothing, and we all sat. Oh, there and, and they had cameras. They had cameras
0: go down with them, and oh my gosh, what's he going to find in this <laughs> vault? And I think when they opened, it was like you know, uh, squirrels or something like that. Nothing. It was
1: it was empty. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and that uh, was the big letdown. But they didn't care because they had you suckered, and yep. that's what's going on in the news. Th- this is this is Capone's vault. That we're living in.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to wonder, Bill. We have a lot of stuff uh, to look forward to. Uh, You know, we're getting closer to the election. Uh, You know, we talked about the Colorado thing being Mm -hmm. found in favor of Trump, even though begrudgingly on the part of the uh, leftist judge out there, Wallace. But uh, the day before yesterday, there was talk of some lawyer filing in uh, Wyoming. Trying to get them off the the ballot in Wyoming. It's like Michigan said we got to have them on the ballot. Colorado has said you have to have them on the ballot. Florida says you have to have them on the ballot. New Hampshire says you got to have them on the ballot. You know, but yet but they, you st- know,
1: they still try. It's like they're in a plane, a parachuting plane. They don't all go jump out at once. You know, they stand in that little static line and it's one at a time. And they're going to keep bringing up this case one at a time until one of them shoot opens and they float down to the ground. So far, there none of them are making it properly, well, uh, and that's that's they're doing this deliberately. Also, it keeps it in the news, even if none of them are going to work. Yeah, this is it keeps it out there and the story out there.
0: You know, uh, Vivek Ramashwamy was on um, CNN. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, hosts on CNN is—they try to pigeonhole him. They try to—they try to get people like Ramaswamy to criticize Trump. You see, they, see the ultimate target by these networks is not Ramaswamy, it's not uh, Chris Christie. By the way, I saw one of his—I saw his the first Chris Christie for president
1: ad. And Where I is thought, he getting the money for this? Because he's got one percent. I can't believe people are donat- donating to Twinkie Boy, and I don't mean to make fun of him. I know he no, had no. The surgery I th- and all of that. I th- but- think
0: you have a better chance to be president than he does. I really uh, well, do.
1: Well, I might run I, uh, with all the crap that's going on for, out there. For
0: sure you'll get as many votes as he's going to get. I mean, it, yeah. it is, it's is—it's a joke. This guy, he cannot believe, if he's if he's in his right mind, he cannot believe that he's going to win. He has got a snowball's chance in Hades to be president of the united states he has alienated so many republicans people just can't stand this this uh, duplicitous lying sack of well As,
1: has he become a paid disruptor
0: well yeah you know that's that's a very good point uh let's throw a little turmoil into the republican primaries hey Get Chris Christie to run. We'll take care of all of his expenses and give him a few bucks when the thing is over.
1: Well, what is he going to get in the end game, or think he's going to get?
0: Well, he's not going to get the presidency, and he's also not going to get uh, 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 get into the Trump administration when Trump gets elected. But uh, uh, Ramashwamy, by the way, was on CNN, and uh, they tried to get him to say bad things about Trump. And Ramaswamy took care of the situation. Listen.
2: That language, they live like vermin. Do you believe that that is, as your uh, Republican colleague Chris Christie has said, neo-Nazi rhetoric? This is a classic mainstream media move. Pick some individual phrase of Donald Trump... Focus on literally that word without actually interrogating the substance of what's at issue. The word was as chosen for a reason. We are in the reason. middle of a cultural war in this country. The well, word you was know chosen what? for it, it, a it's reason. It's actually describing a series of behaviors. You have Antifa and other related groups that have been burning down cities for the last three years in this country. Would you describe them as vermin? Violating the rule of law. We have an invasion on our southern border. We have millions of people crossing our southern border. Let's talk about the substance okay. of why we have to recognize would, that we're not in ordinary you, times. Would you so use the that vocabulary language of urban or not is not what's important well I haven't used that language so So you can look at my my track record on the campaign trail I talk about the issues we all talk about them differently but what I'm not going to do is play some game of focusing on some word that somebody else said without ignoring entirely the substance of what we're actually talking about a border crisis of historic proportion economic stagnation we haven't seen in 50 years a national identity crisis and a loss of national pride in the next generation that's potentially existential for this country let's talk about our dependence on China. Today, we're actually talking about Xi Jinping, picking on Donald Trump's word vermin to talk about that status quo. You know what's vermin? What's running around San Francisco on a given day before Gavin Newsom cleaned it up on a dime to roll out the red carpet for Xi Jinping. If he could do that for Xi Jinping, he could have done it on an ordinary day. And yet we're here sitting talking not about the substance of that, but on one word that Donald Trump said in some speech in Miami, this is what's wrong with the mainstream media. Focus on the substance and let's have an actual policy debate rather than talking to a presidential candidate instead of the policy substance of what's actually going on in the country, picking on some word that Donald Trump said on a certain day and asking me for comment on it, give me a break.
0: You know, um, I'm just saying. I, I think this guy's got a shot at the vice presidency for Trump. He he's got to be in at least in the list because he's. Oh, never, I would
1: think so too.
0: He's never badmouthed Trump, and. You know, he's just tried to stay focused on the issues, and he well, won't, which you should do. Yeah, and he won't allow the 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 leftist media, like that CNN hack reporter, to uh, to make him say something he doesn't mean. You know, and, well,
1: they want to make it a war of words. They love words, and they you know they sit there and say, well, you know, he's a narcissist, he's a Nazi, he's this, he's that. Oh, he said Berman. Oh, it's nothing like narcissists, Nazis, and. Oh you deplorables. You know, you know, mega people, obviously, they can't read. They're dumb. Well, let I've me heard ask you that a question. reported before.
0: If if somebody is in this country trying to destroy it, are they not vermin? Well, they're welcome citizens, actually. Uh, no, no, no. And- no, I mean seriously. If you are no, yeah, in this would... country and you are trying to destroy our country, if you're here and you're lurking in the background trying to destroy what we have, this great country, why? What's wrong with saying that, that they're
1: vermin? Well, oh, I have no problem with it. I mean, you know, I'm an Ike guy, you know, that, uh, uh how many people did he, uh, he read out of the country? I think and... he was actually very, uh, uh president like eisenhower days, yeah three months and yeah. he had him
0: out of here yeah he, he 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 rounded them up and sent them home and there was no if ands or buts about it you're here illegally uh get on the bus we're not taking you to the airport to go to new york you're going That's back right. to venezuela and uh, there's
1: no bag of food to eat while you're on the ride either just sit down shut up and you're out of here yeah and it, it, that sounds mean and cruel, but it was mean and cruel that but they're Trump, here
0: illegally. Trump wasn't talking about those people being vermin. I know. He was talking about the people who are here intentionally trying to destroy our country. Yeah, you know, he was he was talking about the 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 group that comes in the terrorists in the country, who are who have come across the border. We know they're here. Everybody knows they're here. Uh, he's talking about them as being vermin, and they are. They're vermin. They're these are rats trying to destroy our country, and and I mean, if you think that the, if you're so sensitive that you can't take the word vermin, there's something wrong with you. There's some, But then again, Bill, did you see the on the news uh, sites this morning uh, in in Italy in Pisa, mm-hmm. uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa? They had no. this they had this big flag. Palestinian uh, flag draped over the uh, the balcony, and they had uh, the colors of the flag in smoke coming out of the tower, and they were, uh, you hear cheers in the background. You, you, you have to wonder, you know, that's a small faction of Italians who were there supporting that, but they're being very vocal. That's the whole thing right now. They're being very vocal about their support. Whereas the other people who support Israel are being laid back, you saw that uh, this week when they had that big rally in in Washington, three hundred thousand people showed up to support Israel, and and well, boy, gotta... they didn't want to talk about that in the mainstream media either.
1: No, they didn't. But you look at Hamas, and you know, and they look at you look at uh, the Jews, you look at you, you look at me. They look at us as the infidels. You know, you got to get rid of us. Yeah. They don't, you know, there's no, you know, corralling us up and putting us in a camp and keeping us at bay. They want to eliminate. And the fact that they're flying their flag everywhere they can, even where Americans flag flew or Italian flags flew or anything like that, any place that they shouldn't be that's not their soil, they're claiming it. And to me, that is a declaration of war against not just the Jewish people, but You know, whether you like it or not, I don't care what color your skin is or, you know, uh, how your blood beats, you know, to what national you are. It's against all of us.
0: Also, you know, uh, Xi Jinping was in San Francisco this week, and I just saw this this morning, and this made made me angry. Uh, We all know that they had Chinese flags on poles on the street, lining the streets, of San Francisco. But then I saw U.S. soldiers
1: holding red Chinese flags. I wouldn't do that if I were a soldier. You pledge allegiance to this country. You sure as
0: heck do. And they were ordered by somebody in our government to carry those
1: flags. Yeah, well, they need to go back because that's not just a military thing. When you are an American citizen— And maybe that is the problem, you know, because when you're born in this country, you're automatically American citizen, right? So you really don't have to pledge allegiance. You do it in school and you go, nah, I don't like the values of this country. You know, maybe there needs to be a litmus test at all, you know, all the way through and say, hey, that's fine. You know, I'm glad you don't like the values. When you're 18, you need to make a a decision. Do you want to be here or do you want to go somewhere else? And make it to where they're not shoved out on their own. But well, that's just dang. it. If, if you're going to come to this country, and then you're going to— a lot of the
0: people, by the way, who were demonstrating in New York last weekend were people who were here on visas right. from, from the Middle East. Uh, you, never, and,
1: you have not pledged allegiance to this country. Right. And you do not take an American sol- soldier, somebody from, so, from Mobile, Alabama, or from Bravo, Utah, and sit there and say— Yeah, I know you were born and you're a proud American, but you got to carry this Chinese flag because Joe just cut a deal with the Chinese so that we can make gas prices higher and we're going to eliminate more fossil fuel production and use. You know? Well... We're going to bow down to the Chinese. Get used to it, son. Carry that Chinese flag. Everything that's going on right now,
0: everything is connected. Everything is connected. It's not separate things going on and... Why goodness, that's that's weird, too. Oh, oh, look at over here. Oh, that's strange. No, they're all... Con- the border situation is connected to the drug running and human trafficking. It's connected to the terrorist cells that are moving into our country. They're here. They're admitting it. They had, in testimony in Washington last week, they had people in our government saying, well, yeah, it's a concern. They had Christopher Ray say it's a concern. We're aware of it. We think they're here, too. We can't... Uh, we can't pinpoint exact locations, but we're pretty sure they're here. Well, good for you. You fathead. You and your administration that you're a part of have allowed this to happen. You've allowed this to to, uh, to happen in our country, to fester. And now you're just saying, well, yeah, they're probably here. Help ya. Well, wow. It's all connected, though. It's all connected back to Biden and his administration. Everything that has happened in the past two and a half years was planned. Mm-hmm. It was planned. the 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 destruction of our country. It, it, you know, I think they put it on hyperdrive. To be honest with you, because I think they miss they missed four years that they could have they could have destroyed our country because Trump was in there. So I think when they got back into office, they figured, well, we got to speed things up. We're behind by four years, mm-hmm. and they have. Um, also, by the way, did you hear, uh, the FCC has ruled to give the entire internet control to the government. It's uh, done.
1: Well, yeah. And why I didn't know the FCC had control of the internet.
0: Well, if they don't, someone should tell them because they think they do. They gave control on a three-to-two vote to give total control of the Internet here's the to the United the, States government.
1: The Internet is not a radio wave in the federal communication. Well, see, because it's the Communications Commission. That's how. They, yeah, you, but you Bill, it. all,
0: you, you, you know as well as I do that they bounce a lot of it off satellites as soon as it's in the air. It's under Satellites the
1: fall by a different set of rules too, you know. I mean, how you can sit there and claim that you have something that is however many miles up, mm-hmm. that is out of our atmosphere, up there. Uh, the FCC well, you cannot know, claim jurisdiction Bill, of it. I'm sorry. Let me tell you
0: something. Someone has got to sit down with the FCC because they ruled. Uh, I guess it was the day before yesterday, three to two vote. To uh, authorize the control of the internet to the uh, to the federal government, which is which is that's you know that's not going to work out well in the long run because programs like well ours,
1: actually what they're saying is no they're not going to handle it they're going to let Joe Biden handle it and that means he's going to say shut these right wing wax sure. up absolutely people like let the uh, left Joe Rogan
0: you, you know he doesn't want to be thought of as being uh, conservative. He fights desperately to uh, to call himself uh, middle of the road, but right. then he'll say something, and it's solid conservative. You know, he'll, he'll come out. So, I mean, guys like Rogan will probably be off the air. They probably will come after programs like ours.
1: It's- well, we already know that they, they, they monitor it. So I, I not because I say we're a big fish, but because by accident we found out that they do, and it's the government that does the listening. So... Well, uh, so it, it's uh, we got the federal government getting control.
0: Now I don't know whether that has to go beyond. I don't know whether Congress has to weigh in on uh, authorizing the uh, you know the federal government to take control of the internet. I don't know. I do not. Well, know. what'll
1: happen is, yeah, they'll they'll have to do a vote, and then they'll have to set up a department within the government that will be oversee the internet and the, the, you know, and it will take into other types of communication, maybe written and whatnot. And then Joe Biden will, because he's president, get the opportunity to appoint somebody that is very woke and will probably be, a, we are going to be told the, the amount of percentages of what we can talk about. Well, it's gotta be, um, Boy, Pete Buttigieg is, the way I'm thinking, would be the guy for the job.
0: <laughs> well, he's not a He's transportation. He's 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 busy helping out the poor people. Of, uh, but could you imagine? He's Palestine, he Ohio, but, which, by the way, uh, he visited once, and I think he's forgotten about them already. You know.
1: Could you imagine, though, if he was put in charge of all the communications and everything that we do via our cell phones, Internet, and everything else, the Internet? Wasn't that by me again, Bill? If he was put in charge of what we say and do on the internet on our cell phones, if Buda
0: Judge was in charge, he might as well put uh, Doctor Rachel Levine in in charge. Well,
1: that could be the vice chair.
0: We can get that other guy. Who was the guy with the high heels and the dresses? We'll get him in charge. Oh yeah, because there's no nuclear point. Does he love your luggage?
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He loves your luggage and my luggage too. Yeah, uh, he, he'll, he'll come to your door saying, yeah, I'm here to check your internet and the bag check you, too.
0: <laughs> you know what's really amazing? They did, after they, um, they, they unceremoniously asked him to leave government, uh, I think he was charged with stealing the luggage, but that whole story just disappeared. It was like somebody in the White House says, this story doesn't make us look good. I don't want anybody carrying that story anywhere. I want a complete and total blackout on that guy and his red dresses.
1: <laughs> well, they probably, as a parting gift, gave him his own designer luggage. I'm sure he Jocked did. Full yes. of red dresses, <laughs> blue dresses, green dresses, chartreuse oh, dresses. God, he gotta love it.
0: Uh, this is a strange administration. Even if you were a fan of this administration, you have to admit this is not your ordinary administration. These people are are strange. They're weird yeah yeah
1: the the patients have taken over the insane asylum.
0: you see where uh you know they're still talking about uh Ray Epps and his yeah. his
1: involvement in the
0: uh, January sixth you know folks, if you watch all the video clips of this guy at the demonstration, it, you have to be a real numbskull if you don't think he was involved in some way. You hear Christopher Ray well. He no member of the FBI, no officer or agent of the FBI no no no. He could have been an informant of the FBI, he could have been a contract employee of the FBI, he could have been any number of things. They could have all those people who were waiting in the field to enter the crowd to, to cause problems, those people weren't agents of the FBI. They were probably being busted in and paid a few bucks to do something they shouldn't have done. On behalf of the government. But, you know, if you watch Ray Epps say things like, uh, you got to go inside the Capitol building. Go inside. I mean, folks, that's not normal. And yet he goes on 60 Minutes. Did you see that, Bill? He goes on 60 Minutes Mm -hmm. as a guest. And they make him out to be the poor poor victim here, you know. Uh, I was just doing my duty. I... I was down there enthusiastically supporting the demonstration. and uh, uh, I mean, he just, they take something that you see with your own eyes and they tell you, don't believe it. Don't believe what you just witnessed. And they keep telling, we're 60 Minutes. We're CBS. We're NBC. We're ABC. Would we lie to you? Your eyes may lie to you. Your own eyes. they would lie to us. Yeah, your own eyes may lie. <laughs> oh, yes. I wouldn't trust those. But you know, we're the network that brought you Walter Cronkite, Dan Rather, all those people, you know, all those uh, Edward R. Morrow, all these classic news people who you could trust. You can trust us, too. Of course, we're not the same people, the same network that those people worked under, but we're not going to tell you that. Uh it, they it never left here. It's a it is it is amazing uh what we're living through right now. Every day it just keeps getting stranger and stranger. And all next week it's probably going to get crazy too. You know, we're going to start getting feedback I think from people who start to examine those 40,000 hours of video that had been released mm-hmm. by the way did we talk about that Johnson released it he released 40,000 yeah, 000- yeah, we did that. Yeah. Little- 40,000 hours of stuff. If you got a, an extra 40,000 hours to sit around and watch the video, good luck. <laughs> You'll be doing it until uh, I don't know you're 80, 90.
1: Well, uh, 40,000 hours, I mean it wasn't there wasn't 40,000 hours that went by in a day, but 40 it's what, different cameras. Different cameras so you got every angle. And that's what's amazing. Now trust me, the left is going, Oh crap, it's out there. Now we gotta go back in and take stuff that hasn't been seen and maybe manipulate it, show portions of it and say, Ah, see, ah. Ha, ha, ha. You know, and, and the left, this is where the right's got a problem. The left has got a lot of manpower. People that are there and say, Look, here's your job. You wanna keep it, you only keep, you know, keep whatever it is that you like coming to you here's what you got to make it say or do or this is what you got to find that we can sit there and manipulate and that's what they do
0: and look what happened to uh the, the rhinos that were on the january 6th committee we had uh kinsinger, who i think is uh on cnn now as a contributor he's like mm-hmm. an expert uh adam kinsinger that rhino meatball that uh, i mean talk about a, a duplicitous uh backstabbing SOB that's one the other one is Liz Cheney Liz Cheney I can remember when, I, when she oh, first stepped, when she first stepped into uh, the political arena I thought boy she's a sharp young woman and I think she'll do a great job well, boy was I wrong there boy was I wrong I mean these people are they just they it's like it's not a matter of doing the right thing for them it's a matter of getting into the family business and making some bucks and that's what, you know, Liz Cheney said on TV last week, God's truth. She was being interviewed somewhere. She was a guest on some stage somewhere. And uh, she said, I, I'm thinking seriously about running for the presidency. Now, mind you, she lost by like, I don't know, 60% of the vote uh, in her last election in Wyoming. When the people said, oh, my God, you lied to us, you so-and-so, and they just didn't vote for her. But now she's so... Sure of herself, so confident she can get back into the public limelight that she's thinking seriously about running for the presidency. Joe Manchin, did you hear this? Joe Manchin is talking about being that neutral person, that down the road middle middle oh, of the, yeah. middle of the road guy who uh, he he speaks for both sides. No, no, no. Do not be, do not be lied to, folks. This guy Manchin, yeah, he always talked about being middle of the road. He always dragged his feet when some of these big decisions had to be made. Oh, I don't know. I I'm leaning towards what the president is meaning Trump. What the president uh, believes, and and you would say, oh, Manchin's is a pretty good guy, but then at the last minute, he he would be gotten to by somebody in the Democratic Party, and he would vote with the left. He, that's
1: how he works.
0: He's yeah. not neutral.
1: You know, he is a heaping steaming bowl of mush. <laughs>
0: You know, i'm, I'm glad you said mush we'll just leave it at that i, I didn't know where you were well, going with that no no no, <laughs> no no
1: no i was i was thinking well he's not grits people you can doctor grits up he's not oatmeal because you can doctor oatmeal up but you know, mush but mush
0: mush yeah mush.
1: Is, that can just be heaping it's warm and it will settle in your stomach and make you feel full well full of what who knows
0: anyway uh that is uh just about it for our a weekend update program do you have anything you want to uh pass along there's, to the there, there's a
1: there's a lot of things to talk about but i think we got it uh let me just take a look here uh oh i you know we talked about the the, the oil and all of that yeah there's the carbon tax that uh i oh, love up, how they up like in to- canada
0: they wanted they wanted to have a uh, trudeau was pushing a big carbon tax he was really enthusiastic
1: yeah, and uh, the voters said, no, no, forget no, about it. Yeah, yeah. I love how the left likes to introduce taxes like on things. Uh, I remember down in Alabama, they wanted to sit there and they needed some money really bad. So they said, well, a lot of people smoke down here. Uh, what do we call it? It's a sin tax. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's that's a Yeah, it's a sin tax. Yeah. You know, yeah, we'll put it on the cigarettes, the beer. Yeah, uh, you know, and all of that. Well, the, maybe the one thing they they did properly, they put it on the porn, you know, people that were buying their, yeah. uh, their Playboys and whatnot. But either way, you know, that's that's their solution to everything. Yeah. Well, you know, let's tax it, you know, and, you know, that's probably going to be their do you way. Boy, do happen.
0: you think Trudeau will get the message, though, in Canada, or do you think no. he'll come back for round two?
1: He'll come back for round two. They're going to try to figure out. How to uh, rethink it and uh, do things different. Uh, get ready for your gas uh, gasoline prices to go up. Like I said, Joe is shutting down uh, more fossil fuel well, you know, production. Isn't it
0: funny, Bill? How uh, we're getting close to the winter months when we need to uh, buy more yeah. fuel,
1: and... and that is well, the timing is everything. It worked last time, so yeah. why w- wouldn't it work again? So we're doing that. And I think he's mad, too, because he was pushing his big electric initiative, and it's not working. And you know, people that bought into those big, nice electric cars, yeah, they're worth less than half of what they paid well, for you know, them. They're junk. junk. You know what? I was watching some guy
0: explain while he was pumping, while he was charging his car, he explained how much energy is involved with charging his car that yeah. you don't know about that electric companies are having a, a real problem because it, to charge the row of cars that were being charged where he was, it was like equal to an entire town's worth of electricity. It was the, and, and, the, and the electric companies are saying, hey, wait a second, we can't, we can't support all of these different charging stations all over the place because we can't generate that much power you know, we're going to have a real problem here.
1: Hey, you know, we're, we're a nation that lived because we don't have mass transportation or anything, maybe in the major cities, but not, not all, all over the place. So we need a means of travel, an automobile, and the electric is not working. You got the gas, but the problem is, you, you know, I got a vehicle. I'm thinking about trading. I was well, I'll get a nice new car. And I said, wait a minute. Then I was talking to my mechanic, and he was going, to, you don't want to do that. I said, why? And then he started explaining everything, because I have one of those things you plug into the car. The computer there's port. Something wrong. Yeah, and, and you can read it, and it's updated for 2023, and it'll have the 2024 update. Right. What you don't know is that they started making cars, Well, it was an an initiative back in, I guess, the mid-'90s, but it really came to fruition around 2020 to where your car goes in, and, yeah, you have that little thing. Yeah, I think I got an O2 sensor. Yeah, well, we got to bring it into the dealership because only they have the real piece of diagnostic equipment that can sit there and read it because each brand of car needs a certain type of diagnostic machine because – even let's say you bought that car cash yeah it's a 2023 but something's wrong it's not running right you need that special diagnostic well can i go get something to read it no you can't because what's wrong is proprietary we can't tell you what it is you're not supposed to know what it is you can't i'm sorry you're gonna have to bring it into a dealership you know everything's a sales call yep i'm um, and, yep. and you know you know what you know what
0: they would. that doesn't surprise me bill it doesn't surprise me it's like You know, planned obsolescence. This goes back 150 years. You're going to say 150 years? What are you talking about? Back in the late 1800s, the guys who made electric bulbs, I guess it was the early 1900s, so maybe it was 120 Mm -hmm. years ago, uh, they got together in Europe at, at a conference and said, guys, we're making these light bulbs, and they last forever. You screw them in, and they work forever. And this is not working out. People are buying one light bulb, and we never see him again. And they yeah. said, well, wait a second. Let's do something called planned obsolescence here. Let's make it so these things burn out after 1,000 hours or whatever the heck it is, or what you know, 4,000 hours. And that's exactly what they did. Now, you sometimes, I, I saw a picture just a few weeks ago of a fire station down in the southwest, an old fire station, and they have a light bulb on You know, a a, a, what do you call it? A port hanging from the Mm. ceiling, and that light bulb has been there for a hundred years. It's one of the original light bulbs that came with the factory, uh, with the uh, fire station, and it still works. The guys. Now I wonder how much current it draws. I don't know, but the thing is, guys used to take bets, thinking, "Will I outlast the bulb, or will the bulb outlast me on the job?" And many guys lost money, money betting on on themselves over the bulb because the bulb it's still working. Last
1: I I checked. See, and the interesting thing is, back then they didn't they didn't have the foresight, which shows how smart they really were. That people would want more than one light bulb, and how many people would want light bulbs so now? If if you could buy a forever light bulb, you know. Well, I think, buy, I, think they made the, those-
0: I think it was the filament, Bill. I think yeah, they used a, 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 they, we use a different filament nowadays that burns out quicker. you know. Yeah,
1: well, there's gas in the bulb, and I would think that burns out too. Um, I don't know. what I, Look, I, that's not my... Uh, yeah, I know, but, it's, it, it, but it is
0: interesting. Up. It's interesting to think that it, 120 years ago they were making light bulbs that were better than the ones we have today. Honest to God. That's the truth. Also, my friends, before we wrap this up, uh, getting back to the oil situation... Front mm. page this week. Did you see it, front page? Biden mm. makes deal to trade for 1.5 million barrels of oil. And my God, that was a big deal top of the banner. Except what they didn't tell you was we we use about, uh, I think they said, let's say we use 10 billion barrels of oil a day. I, now, my figures may be off. I'm doing this off the top of my head. But you get the point. The point is we got enough oil in this big deal to last us maybe five six hours as a country, and and they were trying to make it out like it was something very important, something very major. It's baloney, folks, baloney. You know, a, a, a big deal would uh, be, you know, ha- six months worth of oil. No, we got about six hours worth of oil. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Did you see that story, Bill? Maybe, you, uh,
1: maybe. Uh, you, you, no, no, I was looking at the Ray Epps thing where they got video of him committing a felony, but the powers that be said, no, you can't have that. Oh, I know. Yeah,
0: that's top of the banner. I'm looking at that, yeah. Uh,
1: it, hey, they're going to
0: cover him, not not just because he did something wrong on January 6th, but because they've lied to us since January 6th. It was a lie. The whole thing was a yeah.
1: lie. And so, you know, kudos to Johnson for putting out the tapes. Well, now, it, what it, happens with it? If they if they find out that Epps was working on the other side,
0: let's say he were, would wouldn't he bring down a whole litany of people who've been backing his story since then?
1: Well, yeah, it would, br- it would bring it all down, and that would that would make some of the people of the January 6th, you know, investigation. That could go all the way up the ladder, all the way to Nancy Schumer and Schiff and everybody Chaney else. Cheney and
0: Kissinger. Chaney, and,
1: yeah. And, oh, yeah. Then Then all of a sudden, I would demand as a citizen saying, well, wait, they lied to the American people, and the media that went along with it too lied? I'd want them all up in treason charges. I I don't sit there and say no I want to see him hanged or anything like that but I want people to know that these people what they did was wrong and I want them to have a scarlet letter tattooed on their forehead that we know what they did yeah well I wouldn't hold my
0: breath for that bill but I think No yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't sit around waiting for it to happen uh but anyway listen that's going to do it for us today we uh we only say that we're going to Keep the weekend show shorter than the regular show because it's a little different than – it's more conversational, I think, than uh, the the daily show. We have more stories, I think, on our daily show than we do on the weekend show, or at least
1: we try to be more conversational. Don't you think, Bill? Yeah, I think so. And what, But, you know, the one thing we didn't do on this one so much – I mean, everything was factual. I mean, it's not – a lot of times on the weekend, it's when we allow ourselves a little bit of room to be a little more, uh, insert a little more, um, not a conspiracy, but I guess that's what people would call it, where we sit there and say, "Let's imagine, Ooh. if you will, you Uh-oh. What,
0: something just popped up." Uh, Elon Musk, X Corporation, will file thermonuclear multimillion-dollar lawsuit against media matters on Monday after yeah. uh, catching them in major fraudulent activity. I don't know what that is. We'll probably talk about it maybe on Monday. The board,
1: their uh, donors, their network of dark money, all of them.
0: Ooh, so Elon uh, he, obviously he touched a nerve uh and he's going to he's going to go on the counteroffensive. Well, good for him. Anyway, enough. Uh, our number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868.
1: Then there's mail at it'sanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, jimandbill at mail.com. There's only one thing left to do. And that is hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here. <laughs>